right, so I think we're rolling. I think we're rolling. This is the second podcast that we're doing. Um, my name is Ben. I'm here with the MILF and Cookies podcast, and I have with me... Diamond Fox. And I'm Jay. And we are doing our second episode. Our first episode was actually only 24 minutes. I <laughs> thought that we were talking for like an hour. I was sweating it because I was like, man, this is really great conversation about anal sex and all, but I didn't know how long we were going. So being new at this, uh, I guess we cut it a little too short. And we're doing uh, two episodes today. That's why we're wearing the same thing, because uh, my friend Diamond here is going to L.A. Yes. Uh, to shoot porn for two weeks. Yes. With her, uh, well, I guess with your, um, not your company, but my your agent. Your agent. Mm-hmm. And who's your agent? OC Modeling. Yes. In and, Los Angeles. And, and uh, so we're, you were getting ready for that. You leave Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. We just got unpacked. And now we have to repack you all again. Yes. And uh, we had fun. We had a blast. When we went, we went to AVN. Oh, yeah. How was the AVN? I was supposed to go with you guys, and then That's my dog right. got sick, and I... We had it all planned out, and your dog, your dog went through back and forth to the vet. Yeah, she got cancer in her mouth, and oh. we had to get that all resolved, and hopefully that is all resolved, but... Not we're not here to talk about cancer, so right. tell me about the AVNs. <laughs> with the AVN, it was at the Hard Rock this year, and it's been a few years since we went to the uh, to the show. Um, but we decided to go back this year. You were actually you were not nominated, but a movie you were in was nominated for an award. What was it? Which one was it? It was Mom's Lick Teens Number Fourteen. <laughs> number Fourteen. <laughs> yes, and it was with uh, Gia. Gia, Gina Valentina. Right. I think that's her name. <laughs> I, I should you make had sure. sex with her? I had sex with her. It was great sex, too. She's really super hot. She is. It ruins it yes. when you know the name. You know what the thing really is? Does. Most people don't realize, but my wife has had, sex, more, has had more sex with more girls than I have. Oh, yeah. She's banged so many more girls than I have banged. Oh, yes. Before you got into porn, were you into no, banging chicks no. too, or you no. just came into porn? And- no, before porn, I was super shy, super conservative, like barely would have sex. And then I met him, and we started having sex, but it was like few and far between, to be honest with you. And then when I went into the industry um, to start earning money for real estate, uh, obviously I just started having lots and lots of sex. And then I would go home and have sex. But did you have, like, fantasies about women that you never told anyone? Did you ever, like, look at a friend changing and, like, uh, I just want to bite down on that? Or Well, I was always into boobs. I've, I always have liked my girlfriend's tits for some reason. Right. Um, I'm a so, homo yes. and I love your tits. Thank you. They're very they're, nice. I just want to lay on them and just, like, cuddle. It's like they're like big clouds. They're great pillows. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky, man. So, uh, so yeah, that's... That's that. Because you were in the Navy. A I was lot in the of people Navy. don't know that. And actually, when I was in the Navy, I take what back what I first said about not having a lot of sex. I was quite promiscuous. Yeah, she was banging them out in the Navy. I was fucking them left and right on the boat. <laughs> I'm so fucking On jealous. the shore. It doesn't matter where it was. I was fucking all day long. And you were on, you were on, so you were actually <laughs> out to sea on the Navy ship. Yes. Banging sailors. Yes. For on real. The, on the Frank Cable. Yep. Banging um, sailors. Mm-hmm. 
And that was, you were on a subtender. I was on a subtender. And I would wear, um, uh, what are they called? Jumpsuits. So you just zip down the front and it comes right off. And then you bang it out and then you zip it right back up and go on about your day. Is it hard to find places to fuck sailors on a boat? Not when you're in the fireman uh, division because we've got all these cubby holes that we have to you go check us, on. Uh, the firemen, the sailors, the yes. unzip like Jesus Christ. Yes, I was <laughs> have to damage walk off for five minutes. Here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so there was pump room one, and uh, the, it's, it's down pump. like seven. Of course, seven. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite place to do it. <laughs> that was my favorite place because you go straight down a ladder. Seven flights, seven decks. So you're going straight all the way down. But when you're down there, nobody's going to fucking find you. Nobody's going down that ladder. You can do anything you want for as long as you want, and you're safe. I know in the first podcast we talked about gangbangs a little. Any sailor gangbangs? No, but I did have an orgy once. With all sailors? Yeah. On the boat? Mm Mm-hmm. I hate you. There was like four guys (laughs) and like six girls. Oh, and okay. we were all in a hotel room. We all, it oh, was it never like boat. all together. Right, it was in a it hotel. It wasn't on the boat. It was out on a hotel. And um, so, jealous. so that was pretty interesting. But we didn't like, there was never like three of us at one time. It was just one Oh, it was because y'all were poor and, and you could only afford one hotel room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. That's about how it was. That count. <laughs> Please. Well, we were all that's having sex with each shit. other. Well, I mean, I guess. But I mean, I, I think, have you ever been in a hotel? And had sex in one bed and the other person in the other bed. Yeah, you yeah. know, when I was younger, I think a yeah. lot of people have done that. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, I just get my own hotel room. I don't, I don't right. share with yeah. anybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving up what I got in my bed. Right. <laughs> That's nice. That's mine. But the AVN was, it was, it's sad because it's not going to be at the Hard Rock anymore after this year. No. Because um, they're closing it. I don't know where it's going to go to. But this year's AVN show was great. Cardi B was there. Yes. And she was, she opened the show with a couple of songs and then she closed the show. And she actually invited all the girls up on stage at the end of the show. Yeah. And they had rush. to have pulled her off. They had to have. Because the stage flooded it with flooded fast wow the security was on the steps leading up to the stage literally pulling girls up just like he was reeling in a rope <laughs> he's just grabbing hands and pulling them up on the stage just as fast as he could because he didn't want them tripping on the steps right oh, and one of the problems with avn that a lot of people don't realize when we go to vegas it is so much work oh god and here's the thing about adult stars that people i don't think understand You can't just be like a crackhead girl that shows up two hours late and, you know, she's banging guys because nobody wants to shoot you. There's too much money in it. There's too much at stake. So the girls that you see successful are grinding every day. They're on OnlyFans. They're on Twitter. They're working with their agent. They're calling their publicist. They're, they're, they're working out. They're eating right. They're doing all these different things to stay successful. And like when we go to uh, AVN, she was signing eight hours a day at the O.C. Wow. Mullen booth. She were uh, signing autographs and taking pictures and we were selling DVDs yes. and uh, selling um, uh, autograph pictures and all this stuff. So we're there. We have to get up early and then hair and makeup comes to the hotel room mm-hmm. and you get your hair and makeup done. And then we go down to the floor 
and uh, work all day and then... And heels. Standing for eight hours because I wouldn't sit because I don't like sitting. And so people don't realize, they think, well, these just a bunch of porn stars at the convention. Yeah, but they're they're literally working all day, every day. Yeah, it's a business. Is there any like porn parties after, you know, like where the girls are expected to, for the high rollers, you know, put out, do this and that? No, 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 nothing like that. No, no, no. But there were after parties that everybody would go to. Uh, Sometimes you'd look over if it was a crowded room and maybe see a couple of girls making out or whatever, but it was never anything set up for like, like hooking up with just strange people. and, And again, I'm not. I wouldn't say that I was truly in the industry, and I certainly do not claim to be an expert in the porn business, just so everybody knows. I am no expert. But um, in my opinion, a lot of regular people look at these girls as victims, but in reality, the girls are running the show. Yeah, the girls are in charge. Porn stars are running it. They are not getting, again, what I see, they're not getting abused. They're not getting used. We get pampered on set. We get treated like like we're gods. Diamond we does get what she very wants well. when she wants. Yeah, if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. I just say, no, it's not happening. Right. Like everybody knows you don't walk on the set and not know what you're doing. Right. But like you know two weeks ahead of time, I'm shooting with this guy. It's an anal. It's for this company. I know how much I'm getting. Yeah. And there's There's none of that. There's none of that. Right. So... The industry is, I think it's a, it's more professional and safer than most people look at. Oh, absolutely. Then, Plus, we get tested every two weeks. We have to go get a, um, a whole big panel where they check for HIV, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, uh, hepatitis B. And there's one other thing, but I can't think of what it is. So we're, we're the cleanest people you're ever going to come across. And in 15 years, knock on wood, in 15 years, I've never gotten a dirty test ever. Yeah. And, and I take some, pride in that. Some of the bigger stars, you have to pay for it, but they can demand a one or two day test. Like yes. if you pay for it. Yes. So they, you know, people some girls are, are like that. They, they want like a very fresh brand spanking new test. Cause you do think if you get something, you're done. Oh, Your yeah. career, you're done. And yeah. so people I think are a lot more careful than what I think society gives them credit for. Yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't want to sleep with anyone who I know is just pouncing around and spreading diseases everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. What no. about the, the money? I mean, I'm assuming since, you know, the internet and everything, the porn's not what it was as far as, you know, it, you can get it free everywhere now. Do you still get paid what you used to get paid or? I still get paid what I used to get paid, but there's less shooting going on uh, with the big, like, feature companies. So, like, Wicked would always produce great, big, huge feature films. And mm-hmm. maybe they're not producing as much as they used to or some any of the bigger companies. But there's um, more avenues now for us to make money. Like she has only fan site, which is a, uh, a site where guys can come and, and pay a monthly fee. And what's your OnlyFans uh, address? OnlyFans underscore, I mean, uh, Diamond underscore Fox. So at with that, three X's. With three X's. So at that only fan site, they can go and pay a fee and they get a whole exclusive content that nobody else in the world can get. Yeah, they and get so, stuff that's like me. 
as a human being. Like you going shopping at a grocery store or right. you like fingering yourself in the bath? Both. Both. And so oh, okay. and us having sex, which uh like we'll try to record ourselves. If I'm holding the phone like a selfie position, which is so difficult to do. Have you Hunt. ever tried recording yourself having suck. sex? They're they the suck worst. so bad. They're the worst because and the the thing is is that we've got like a soft mattress. So we <laughs> sink down into the mattress. <laughs> And then I can't help it. I have to look at the camera. We'll have the camera. We've had stuff like we can't find a tripod, so we uh, uh, tie a shoestring, tie the phone to a guitar. Yes. And the guitarist fell over and went, bing. Three we times. We it back up, and we're so stupid, we can't edit video. So in the middle of the video, they're like, who the fuck's playing a guitar right now? <laughs> and, and so it's it's always been a nightmare. But there are a lot of guys that like that. There are a lot yes. of guys that like the, the homemade. The homegrown stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, not to get off, to, I, I was blowing some dude, and uh, <laughs> he was, like, trying to film me down there. And I guess, you know, I was doing a good job because he was kind of like, oh, you know, back and forth rocking. And I got to watch the video after, and I'd say about 90% of it was, like, kind of the back of my head. And I'm like, oh, shit, I think I'm getting a bald spot. Like, you didn't show any of the good stuff. Because <laughs> nice. you're trying to concentrate. It's like either you're filming or yes. you're getting your dick sucked. And yes. It's, it's hard to do both. It's so hard to enjoy. And then it's like, oh, you want the cum shot, but do you want to just – you want to come during the cum shot and, you, like, you want to see it, but it's like, oh, but then I'm going to ruin it. It's so hard to – navigate both i can't do two things at once right, so. right i can't either i have a hard time and uh ben especially has a hard time with it so it's like i gotta keep him on track and keep whispering in his ear forget the fucking camera <laughs> so he'll, at it. he'll, he'll look like, at it and he's like like he's trying to like make his own porn but in reality I'm we're just to supposed director, to be baby. like having <laughs> sex and making love and enjoying each other and fuck the camera you know, so I guess I mean I just, but it's always a clusterfuck making a homemade video. And you know what? Here's the problem with you is that okay, most people. If somebody said, "I want you to make a video, a pantyhose video," and all <laughs> I want you to do is take fifty pictures of yourself wearing pantyhose, and I'm going to pay you three hundred dollars, I I will have to bug her and beg her to do it for a week <laughs> to to take pictures of her feet in pantyhose. And it's so easy. It drives me out of my fucking mind. If I was a girl, oh my God, I'd be the biggest whore. Are you kidding me? I would sell, I would I would sell my underwear. I'd sell everything that I could possibly do to make money. She doesn't realize how good she has it. Most people have to you know, clean trash cans and, and mop floors for a week to make $300, $350. Right, you just have to be naked. And all she's going to do Not even do naked in pantyhose. Sometimes I get naked, but I it's eventually like made those videos. And she's like, oh, this happy. guy wants me to do a, a anal video, and he said that if I do it, that he'll do, do one every week and just complain about it. I don't complain that well, much. Well, I wouldn't say you complain, but you're, I wouldn't say that... I, I think the problem is, is that making a good quality home video is is very difficult. Yeah. Yes. Plus, I think it's very you're difficult. You're at home. I mean, I, I can understand where she's coming from. It's, you know, 
to her. I mean, make you know, having sex with you is that. I mean, that's your couple thing. You know, that's what you guys do. But it's like when she goes online. I mean, that's work. I'm sure she enjoys yeah, I some guess of I'm it. Looking but at yeah. it wrong. I when guess you're, I am you looking. are Maybe looking at it wrong. Like she's in the studio. It's like, all right, I'm here to work. She's at home. Like she, she wants to, you know, go make some popcorn and watch a movie with you and everything. She doesn't want to sit there and put pantyhose on and do this. Make sure her legs are nice and shaved. Just like. I'm at home. I want to wear like, you know, your boxers and a long sleeve t-shirt and just be relaxed. <laughs> yeah. And most of the time you're shooting kind of at night. And so it's like at the end of the day. Yeah. So that's true too. We're, it's like nine, 10 o'clock at night after I've already been up doing stuff all day and I'm exhausted. Right. You might be a porn star, but you're also just a normal woman a normal who person. goes grocery shopping and cooks dinner. And I don't know about that cooks dinner. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she buys she dinner. dinner. I don't cook that? too much. <laughs> she, you never have. You make, I, what do you I make? Used What's to. the best thing you make? Steak on the grill. Okay, that's true. She has made me food before. It's pretty good. That's true. I have made you food, Yeah, you cooked I? for me before, yeah. That's right. It was good. Yes. I was oh, trying. I just remember that. I was like, when the hell are they talking about? Okay, I remember. Oh, this is, yeah. you know, we got our own thing. Oh, you're not around. That's okay. <laughs> I don't mind. Just so you pay that monthly fee. I'm okay with Onlyfans.com. Onlyfans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then now with Twitter, your Twitter followers are starting to go back up, but you got deleted. I got deleted with 150,000 followers. What that I worked my ass off to get those followers. And uh, apparently I posted something I wasn't supposed to post, but, I mean, the whole Twitter is just flooded with porn. So I don't know how I got deleted, but I got deleted. So now I've started from scratch, and now I'm up to, like, I don't know, 35,000 followers What's or something. What's your Twitter? My Twitter yeah. is... My Twitter handle is at Diamond Fox with three X's and then the number two because Diamond Fox, the original, oh, got deleted. Second, the yeah. original one got deleted. So Diamond Fox 2 is my new Twitter handle. Now, out of all the social media sites, what do you like the best? Which one do you like? I would say Twitter because I get to interact a lot with the fans there. Right. Um, I do love my OnlyFans page as well, uh, but that's still new, so it's still growing. But I'm, I always try to be very interactive with all the fans. Can you be interactive on? I, I've never gone on OnlyFans. I've heard about it a thousand times. But can you like interact, like communicate with them, mm -hmm. send messages back and forth? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it's just you post a video, they jerk off, and you know it's like, hey, I'll upload something next week. Or that's kind of how it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'll post a video. Um, I can also add it so that they have to pay to see that video. Okay. A little bit extra money. Um, and then uh, I can email them back and forth with personal private messaging or whatever they call it. Um, and then also if I post like a random picture, then they can comment on the picture and I can reply to their comments. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's so great, weird how, that we got thing. into this, that we ended up in this business. Do you know how we ended up in I, this business? No, I, I've known you guys since you've been in the business, but I never actually asked you how you guys got into it. Okay, so I was working in Key West, Florida. I was uh, working at a grocery store as a grocery manager for a place called Albertsons. And in Key West, it was super expensive to live there. And this was 2003, 2004, something 2003. Like that. And we were trying to buy a well, condo. Well, the end of 2003. Right. We were trying to buy a condo and um the realtor had said, okay, you're going to need, let's say, $5,000 to close. And so we were supposed to close, let's say, on February 1st. 
but our apartment was ended January 1st. So the problem is in Key West, um, and those aren't the exact times. It happened actually when they, if you've ever heard of a mini lobster season. Of course. In Florida. In Florida. So it was about around that time. And so we were like, okay, we can't rent another apartment. We can't extend a month because we need all the money that we can. So what are we going to do? And um, right at about that time when our we were packing our house, the realtor came back and was like, yeah, you need five. Really, you need nine. Yeah. To close. Which You're may not as well have been $9 million. It, yeah, it should have been $9 difference. million. So we um, actually, we have kids and we sent our kids to live with their grandmother for a month and we lived in our car. Yep. And we lived uh, in a Ford Explorer. Mm-hmm. For a month in the parking lot of Albertson's grocery store. Yes, and that sucked. We just to let we you know. Couldn't, I can imagine. We couldn't. We rented a hotel room a few times, but um, the hotel rooms were like two hundred fifty dollars a day. Right, and so if not more than that, because it was lobster season. I needed every dime that I had to be able to close on the house. So we couldn't. We had to save everything, and so all of our stuff is in storage literally in the car and I was going through the paper and it said, make money, uh, at, uh, Key West Scrub Club. Club. There's a place called the Scrub Club. And, um, it was like, you don't have to have sex. You don't have to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Give us a call. And so I was like, you know, why don't you, we got to try something because if we don't come up with the money, we lose all of our down payment because we're past the point to where we can get our, our down payment. Uh, because I can't think what they call it in real estate after you pass inspection period and everything. So we were set to lose all that money. And she was like, well, I guess I, I can try it. And she called the place up and they were like, yeah, you don't have to have sex. You don't have to do anything. You just dance for guys. So, I mean, essentially a strip club. It's, it's, a, essential, strip club, it's, a, it's a like private a private one. one. Um, so a lot of people think of it that it's a brothel. Okay. Okay. So the guy comes in, introduces himself. All the girls line up and introduce themselves. And then he picks the girl that he wants. And then we go into a private room and she dances for him. She might play with her dildo, but there's no physical contact between the two people. But he can pull his penis out and jerk himself off. No. Okay. So, um, so, she so went into, I went there and. Well, hang on. Let me, let me, before you get into it. So she says, you know what? I'll, I'll try it because we, we I got have nothing to, to make lose. Money. Like we have, we've sold everything that we can sell. Our kids are staying with their grandmother. We're about to lose every dime we have. And then we won't have any money because in Key West, you got that first last security. So we're going to have no money to even rent another apartment because we're going to lose all the money that we saved. So she, we pulled out the suitcase and I'll never forget it. We were going through the suitcase and I was like, here, you can take this skirt and roll it up. And here's one heel. Well, let's dig through this bag and find another heel. And she was brushing her hair in the parking lot. And, um, she, uh, I remember Either you took a cab or a girl came and picked you up. No, I took a cab. You took a cab to the place, and I remember sitting in the car after she pulled away, and I was like, 
oh dear God, what did I do? <laughs> I was like, oh He's my God, really upset about it. What? I can't believe I'm this kind of person that I sent my wife to do this. And I stayed up all night. I was just pacing in the parking lot. I was crying. I was just like, I shouldn't have done this. I can't believe what I've done to my family. I've ruined everything. And the next morning she came back and it, it was pretty early. Cause you work overnight I, and you work overnight at the okay. scrub club. And she came back and she got out of the cab. And I remember she walked up to me and I was like, I'm so sorry. I cannot believe I did this to you. I am such a piece of shit. We'll find another way. You don't ever have to do this again. This is, this is terrible. He was in hysterics. And uh, I was like, how was it? What had happened? And she opened up her purse (laughs) and it was full of money. Packed full of money. Packed full of money. And I was like, oh my God. What did did you do? And she was like, it's like $1,400. No, it was 2000. It's 2000. I was like, you and made one that night. one night? Without touching a soul. And I was really? like, you yeah. don't have to do this anymore. I am so sorry. And she went, hmm, wasn't that bad. And that's where it started. Yep. And that's where it started. She was like, eh, it wasn't that bad. It was okay. The first time you found out she did have to touch it, well, didn't have to, but chose to because the price was right. Were you like, was that where the jealousy or no, you never because, got jealous? Ever. No, well, here's the thing. Um. You, you kind of, ba- we kind of baby stepped into it. Okay. It's not like we went from housewife to gangbang. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> you know, not. We baby stepped into it. And, you know, that week, long story short, in the next three or four days, she made enough money that we could get a hotel room, closed on the house. Everybody was happy. Kids came home. And I was like, okay, we don't have to do that anymore. I'll go back to work at the grocery store. Well, I never quit. I was like, well, we'll just go back into our life and nobody ever know and it'll be over. And she looked at me and she went, I think we need furniture. And then <laughs> it continued I was like, on. fuck that. that I'm doing it. this. I'm in it to win it. So, and uh, so because I was did- making money hand over fist and it was relatively very easy. I mean, you just do a few things. You don't have to touch anybody. It was great. I mean, because. I remember, I can't remember my exact pay. I was getting paid well in Key West yeah. for the grocery business, but it was still like eleven dollars or $1,200 a week. But I was killing myself. I remember when I first became a manager, I was making like $750 a week. And she was making $1,400, $2,000 in a night. So if you've never had money before, if you grew up just regular, like she just grew up in small town, Cars in the driveway, dead car in the backyard, and Mm -hmm. mom smoking a cigarette, yelling at you. If you grow up in that way, and then all of a sudden you have thousands of dollars, it's It's an addiction. It's life-changing. It is. It's life-changing. It's life-changing. It was good for us. We And we did. We burned a lot up. Mm -hmm. We spent a lot of money. That's why you've got that burning tattoo on your arm. For burning money, yeah. We smoked through money. Uh, and, but I think that when you hear of like lottery winners that win like a million dollars and then, you know, five years later they're broke, like I get it. Like if you've never had a nice car, mm-hmm. if you've never had, you know, a really nice house or really nice furniture, you just spend it and you just think like it's never going to end. That's like and, an addiction. You just, yeah, it is. you just go with it and then all of a sudden shit, we're out and I'm coming down. Right. right. Exactly. Yep. And so um, 
I think we went from that. And to be perfectly honest with people, there was all of a sudden, like when she started shooting, there was a certain level of fame. And a lot of people aren't going to. Oh, a lot yes. of people aren't going to talk about this. A lot of adult stars aren't going to. But for us, it was like, oh, my God, we're recognized. Like there was, I remember somebody asked for her autograph. Well, and it was really, really weird to have somebody say, can I pose and take a picture of you and, and get an autograph? Like if you've never experienced that. Yeah. When I when I first went to L.A. to start shooting porn, I went um, I went on the 4th of February, 2004. And I shot for two weeks, or was it one week? Something it was like two that. weeks. Um, and so I came home, and when I landed at West Palm Beach International Airport, some guy walked up to me, and he's like, oh, my God, Diamond Fox, I cannot believe I am seeing you right now. He and said, we're not even big name. We're not. I just shot. Like, right. nobody knows anything about me. And he says, I just watched your scene on Naughty America, my first sex teacher. Mm, and I was like, scene. oh, Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm going to do. I was, like, mortified. I didn't know how to act. I didn't know I what it, to say to I him. I was living through her. I was yeah. like, he, he was like, he was like this is pretty cool. You're the entourage. The <laughs> yeah. Right? And we so weren't even. So I was just like, oh, gosh. But And then I, it happened more and more and more, and people were like, Diamond Fox, Diamond Fox. I was like, I even asked one guy who was so stupid once. I said, how do you know me? Like, right. duh. And, you know, and it's weird because um, I don't even know what it's like for these big film stars. Like, you take some of the, I mean, we're not, I, I mean, she's been around a long time, but some of these really big, big name people, it must be real, like, they can't go anywhere. So, yeah, I think you get into that and you're like, oh, I want to do it. I, I, I want to get more famous, more famous. And then I think after years that that shine wears off. I think it's not as important anymore. Has there been any situations where it wasn't just like, oh, can I take a picture with you? Or like where it's been really embarrassing or oh, yes. dangerous or like some really like what are some awkward situations where you've been recognized where like that was not cool? Um, I would say one time we were at a store, we were at a mall. I was with my daughter who was pretty young at the time, probably like 10 years old. And uh, a guy runs up and screams, Diamond Fox, let me take a picture with you. And I'm like, this is my kid. Can we like tone it down just a little bit? Plus he's screaming it in the middle of the mall. So everybody is like now looking and seeing what's going on. So that was a little chaotic. And then um, another time I was at my kid's game at school. She was playing a game at school and a kid came up to me like a teenager and he was like, yeah. I want to take a picture with you. And I'm like, Oh, mm, I remember that. I don't really know if that's a good I idea. That. We were, yeah. we were put in a position like, do you take a picture? But do you uh -oh, take a picture? The kid's probably a like six, underage kid. He's like 16 or 17. So he, I don't think he was 18. He wasn't a senior. So I was just like, Oh gosh, what do we do? So I, I, I said, did just, it. I didn't do it. I just told him if you want to just like get a picture with me in the background, like take yourself a selfie then you can do that but i can't stand here and pose with you not at the freaking high school football game i'm um, yeah. assuming your kids know everything that you do yeah and, oh yeah i mean is there any see like you know i'm like well yeah you know mom takes it in a gangbang like eight dicks in her ass last <laughs> night but, or i mean you it's just, weird because there's no talk about it in my house we don't talk about it there's they no, all know about it there's um, none yeah there's like if you came to my house like when we went to AVN this past week, like we told 
our kid that we were going to Vegas, but we never told we were going to Avian. It was never yeah. any mention of it. You're just There's going on never, vacation. Yeah, we're just going. And she knows why we're going to Vegas, and I know why we're going to Vegas. But but there's no talk of there's no talk about it. it. So it's really, I mean, it's about as normal of a household as it can be. And I think what another thing that makes it normal is that I have a business outside of her business. I have my own job, mm-hmm. and um, so I think that there's more talk about that in the house, my day to day life, and my. I've got all my tools and all my stuff around the house. I mean, if you walked in, you would you would see a lot more stuff with my work. You wouldn't see anything with her work. Right. Like, everything's put away. Like, like all the dildos. There's, yeah, I <laughs> yeah mean, the there's dildos nothing, have their own little spot and all the lingerie the, and all that stuff. There's never been anything, like, on the family computer. There's We don't do any of that. So that's what I find so interesting about you guys is, you know, you're wild and crazy and everything, but then you're just so normal. It, it's not like you have fake person. It's not like you're two-faced or anything. Right. It's just you guys have learned how to make it work into a real life. And I, I don't know. I guess when I think of porn stars, I just think, oh, they're fucking whores. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're just doing drugs everywhere. And it's it's not the case at all. No, no. no. If you no. treat the business with respect, um, I think that, that the people that are the closest around, like your dad... I've never talked to your dad about the industry. He knows what we do. Oh yeah, he knows what we do. But it's not like. But a- and he's he's perfectly fine. He's very supportive of it. But it's not like I sit around and have sex conversations with him or anything. So right, and my mom knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, but it's weird. But nobody talks about it's, it. It's yeah. kind of like. Like being in the closet, I guess. Have you talked to other, you know, actresses or actors that, you know, it's the same kind of thing with them? Or have you guys somehow figured out how to make it work for you guys? I've never really dove into anybody else's personal stuff. You've never been like, so how do you deal with your kids knowing it just never came up? Never came up. You're there to work, get out, get back to your family. Yeah. No, we just don't even, I've never had a discussion with anybody about that. I would think there's a lot of uh, uh, stars out there that have families. I'm not going to say their names, but you'd be surprised. How many of them? You'd be surprised how many of these adult people are married, mm-hmm. and you would never know that they're like big names that are married to each other. Yeah, and they've got kids at home, and, and people don't even know about it. And people don't even know about it. But so, yeah, it's it's a neat industry, and it's neat how I think that we live our lives around it. Well, I think it's more important than what people. There's going to be a lot of people that listen to this and go, what the hell is he talking about? It's important. I feel that it is. I feel that what she does and the content we produce, it matters. Absolutely. You know, uh, you always hear this, you know, sex workers are still workers. Right. You know, you're still doing things and, and we provide a service. She provides a service and uh, she makes people happy. And that's the difference. She doesn't have a lifestyle that she goes around and she sues people or she just, you know, destroys lives no, or no. anything like that. Like literally what she does every day on a day-to-day basis and makes people extremely happy. Mm-hmm. I get happy every night from it. I mean, not you personally, <laughs> nice. but I've watched your husband once or twice. You know. Awesome. Have you seen any of my videos? I saw one of them. You yeah, saw yeah, one yeah. of them? I wasn't going to tell you. Which hey, one? Yeah, <laughs> right. did you see? I was you beating see? off to you last night. <laughs> Fahrenheit 69. Which one did you see? It wasn't the, I think there was one where like, was it like a secret service? You were a cop? Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. Fahrenheit that was a secret 69. secret service man and she was, uh, 
George Bush's daughter. Yes. Right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> and it was when uh, George Bush was running for president. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. And that's the video. We actually shot that video in a guy's house and his mom and dad were <laughs> home. He was doing it as a school project and it was called Fahrenheit 69. And it was all about, he was trying to get, I think he was trying to get Clinton in office, right? Or somebody else. I don't really the remember office. the whole scenario, and so but it was I know all George... against George Bush. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we, his parents, it was the weirdest thing. So his parents funded it and it was like even on MTV and everything. Oh yeah. It was, it was just supposed to point to how awful George Bush was. But I remember his mom following me throughout the house, seeing if I stole anything. Like we're and criminals. I, I was like, <laughs> what was, the fuck? Oh, so it was one of the weirder things to, to shoot in somebody. And I was like in the kids' childhood bedroom. So like you see yeah, the, it the was baseball weird. mitt on the table and, you know, pictures of little Johnny with Santa and all that stuff. Oh. And she was trying to play a, a drunk is it Jenna Bush? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep, it's Jenna Bush. kind of do resemble her a little bit. I see it. I did good, good dude. I knocked the bottom out of that thing that day. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. Usually it's very, su- hard. it's very hard to get wood on camera. You'd be surprised how many times I've shot in people's houses and the homeowners are walking around or they'll sit on the couch and watch us fucking on their floor. Or they'll sit on the floor and watch us fucking on the couch. or Right, because people just rent their house for the day. They rent right? their house for the day, but they also want to just hang out and see what's happening. So, I mean, I would love to watch, but I can't imagine being on the other side, just having random people there, like, you know, just talking, like, what are we making for dinner while you're trying to get, right. like, bounded in the ass? It's a little <laughs> distracting sometimes because you see all the motion, and, you know, naturally your instinct is to look where the motion is. And you can't do that when you're on camera. You have to stay focused on what you're doing. Now, have you kicked anybody out? I have kicked somebody out before. It was a, uh, he was a PA, he was a, an assistant on the set, and he kept taking pictures, like up-close pussy pictures. And I was like, this has got to stop. This is not happening anymore. He's right. like, he's recording everything and everything else. So I finally pulled the director to the side, and I was like, look, please get rid of this dude. He's, you know, doing this and this. And so they did actually ask him to leave. And I felt really bad and stupid about it, but I was tired of him getting all this Free content. Free content, basically, that he's going to go do God only knows what with. <laughs> and it was just like, he, he just kind of like stepped over the line. That's all. So, but for the most part, everybody's very respectful behind the scenes. I remember you and I have talked about this, that, um, you know, not putting down for women, obviously, it's very hard for them. But men, even especially, it's very hard, you know, to keep hard for them. Like, uh, oh, like yeah. you said, they've uh, inject themselves, like not even the Viagra, they do like with a needle. They where they yeah, just because it's like, hold, do this, go there, blah, blah, blah. You're not doing it right. You know, bend her yep. over like this. And it's just like, dude, I'm just trying to fuck. Yes. <laughs> like, right. Just shot. let me fuck. And, and you're right. The, the director's like, stop and go, stop and go. Or they'll do uh, still sex scenes pictures first. So the guy, you get in first position and you get okay, hard. Okay, so hang on. That's a good thing. So, But, but back up and explain to people what actually happens the, what's the sequence of events that happens in the movie? Because a lot of people don't realize that all the pictures are taken and then you go back. So go Well, ahead I was trying that. to get into that. Oh, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Let it fuck it up. Yeah. So uh, where was I? So uh, you get into the first position 
they take pictures of the first position. Then they've got to reset the cameras, reset the lights, reset the, the talent, the boy and the girl. And in the meantime, the guy has gone limp. So then he's got to get it hard again for the next sex position. Yeah. And then this happens like four or five times. Well, now he's exhausted from getting his dick soft and hard. So <laughs> stop and go. He has a little bit of sex. And doing the still pictures, you're not allowed to like actually fuck because you can't have motion for the camera. So you have to like just pose and try to keep it hard because like they always want it at the tip so -hmm. that they can see the girth and the length of the penis and shit. Mm -hmm. And um, so he's only got the tip in and he's trying to keep it hard after he's stop and go, stop and go. And then it comes time for the video and half the time, well, I shouldn't say half the time. Sometimes they can't get hard again. Um, and I've had that happen before, and he's had me replaced. And then, um, but usually they just struggle for a few minutes, get it hard, and then everything is good to go. So, it, but I do feel really bad for the guys because they have to go through this struggle. Well, I know uh, you probably don't, but you've told me some girls you, that you know, like, have been like, come on, am I not hot enough for you? You can't fuck me. Yes. I mean, that's just got to mess with your head on top of all of, like, people watching you. Totally. Get the lights right. And then all of a sudden the score you're supposed to be banging is, like, yelling at you, calling you a pussy. And- right. Yes. <laughs> well, there's a Manny? I was just getting ready to say there's a, there used to be fluffers on right. the sets. I don't know if that's true. You it is true. true. Of course it's true. That's there used to be fluffers, and they would go around and keep the guys hard, like with hand jobs, blow jobs, whatever the case may be. And uh, so they don't do that anymore. So sometimes the guy's like whittling with his willy, and he's like, I can't get it hard. Can you come and suck my dick for a second? Well, at first, in the beginning, I was like, fuck that. I'm not your fluffer. I'm, I'm hot. You should be able to get your dick hard. I had that attitude because I didn't know any better. And then I was talking to Ben about it once, and he says, Diamond, it only makes sense that if you give him a blowjob, your life is going to be so much easier. Right. I was like, oh, true. That makes a lot of sense. So now I've got no problem sucking the dick. If you need to fuck me off camera, let's fuck off camera. Do whatever you got to do to get nice and excited and ready for me, because I'd much rather do it off camera and have him struggle off camera than struggle on camera. How many hours is a usual porn shoot? Well, from start to finish, you're usually on set anywhere between six to eight hours. For like a 20-minute scene. For, for like a 40-minute scene. And I've been on set even for 18 hours before Damn. just to have sex for 30 minutes mm. on big feature films. So, yeah, your days vary definitely from day to day. You never know what to expect. It's, it's either going to go great or it's not going to go great. So Now, with, and with the pictures... Didn't you say once, like, they'll use fake cum? What do they use? They use that... Cetaphil. Cetaphil? That only happens sometimes. Yeah. If they do still pictures first and they want to do the pop first, then they'll use Cetaphil. Hmm. So, because it looks just like cum. And when they spray it on your lips or on your tongue, your tongue and lips go numb because it's got, like, <laughs> some weird shit in it. So you're trying to suck dick with, like, this numb tongue. You're drooling Which is on. really weird, yeah. So that's kind of funny. That's and then at the end of the uh, video, we don't have to pose for the pop shot. Like I'll, I'll pose uh, and okay. and you know play with the cum and do all that kind of stuff. But it's not like I have to sit there and let them take pictures, like with cum all over my face and in my eyeballs and shit. So when do you do? <laughs> so how do you check each other's test? 
There's a pass system that we use, and uh, you go online. Everybody's name is in there, their um, their real name and their stage name. And uh, you go through and they pull the test up. You can pull their test up if you want to. And do y'all hand each other like piece of paper, like here's my test? Yes. Yeah, sometimes it's on paper. Sometimes we just show it off, off of our phones. Right. I will only accept it off of the phones if I know the talent and he's been around for a long time. But if it's fresh new talent, then I want to see it on paper. Right. Right. So that's how I do with the testing. And now I've seen before where you have to hold your ID up. Yes. Where, what are they doing with that? Like, don't they shoot you and say, this is who I am. I know what I'm going to do. And Yes. And that- that's just a safety thing on their end so that they don't get sued. Um, and so we call it bunny ears and you hold your IDs up beside you. You've got two forms of IDs and uh, you say who you are, that you're here on your own free will, you're going to have sex with a boy today with no condoms. Um, and then at the end, they hand you your check and say, did everything go as you expected it to? And they film you again? And they film you again. Did everything go as planned? Did, did anybody do anything that you didn't like? Did anybody, like, invade you or anything like that? So that's just them doing, they've got to be safe because girls can do anything that they want and hurt people. Right. So. I have a weird question. I know, like, it's uh, very big in the gay community. Um, it's called PrEP. It's a pre-exposure prophylactic, and it's called Truvada. It's an HIV medication that they realize prevents HIV. Do Are any of the porn stars now taking that just as that extra precaution? It's a medication you have to take every single day, and it's almost, if not even more effective than condoms. I, it depends on what study you read, but it's right up there with condoms as far as preventing HIV. Yes. So are some of the porn stars now taking that? I'm assuming the gay ones at least do probably, but... I'm not sure um, what the gay ones do because a lot of them are already HIV positive, and so they stick with each other that are HIV mm-hmm. positive. Um, but I've in, never heard of anybody On the boy-girl it. side, on the, the regular side um everybody has taken truvada not everybody but a lot of people are starting to take it and they're talking mm-hmm. about it on twitter oh, really? and i actually I just i just discovered it um last night when i was on my twitter somebody had said something about it and i was like oh well, let me go check this out i was like that's the coolest freaking thing ever made oh i mean it doesn't prevent anything else so it's not a free pass but right. I mean, but if it helps prevent HIV, uh, that's a pretty, it's a pretty amazing drug. And I mean, some people get side effects from it. I've never, I take it every day. I've never experienced anything, anything with it, but I mean, I get around pretty often and (laughs) get around pretty often. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, and taking an HIV test now is like before it'd be like, you know, you got to wait that three day period. You'd be sitting there and be like, I'm going to fucking die. I got to plan out my will. Like (laughs) who's going to take care of my dog when I'm dead. And like. Now it's just like, all right, I'm not like 100%, but I'm like 98% sure I'm good to go. Yeah. And uh, it's it's an amazing drug to know Is that. It expensive? It covers, it's confusing because I think some people get it for free. I have pretty good insurance, but my insurance company makes me pay up front, and I pay almost $1,700 a month for it. Good Jesus. Lord. But then I submit it back to them, and they give me – Reimburse it completely. Oh my god! So 17, I, would I don't know if that's. <laughs> oh my god! It's a good rule of thumb. If you ever want to do something, you know you probably shouldn't be doing. Just jerk off first. Oh, that's and yes. You come, I truly believe that. And you still that. want to do it after? Then do it. But yes. ninety-nine See? out of a hundred times, you, you're done. Like you're done. Yep. you don't want to do you're it. You're gonna go cuddle up in bed and watch a good show. Yes, he's right. he has said that so many times. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm I got some sick you. shit that rolls around in my head, and I'm just like, just jerk off first. Just, just <laughs> before you do it, just jerk off first. It's really you're gonna regret this. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, that's awesome. All right, well, I tell you guys, and we're gonna wrap it up. I appreciate everything for this third episode. Let's do some shameless plugs if we can. Miss Diamond Fox, what is your Twitter? One more time. This is our second episode. What I say? You said third. Um, I'm positive, but it's okay. You're very excited. So uh, it's onlyfans.com forward slash diamond underscore fox, F-O-X-X-X. And on Twitter, follow me at diamond fox, X-X-X, with the number two behind it. So it would be diamond fox and the number two. Um, And you can also uh, check out my new website that we're working on. It's not up yet, but it's coming, diamondfox.com. It's yeah. being rebuilt right now as we speak. Awesome. Well, guys, I appreciate it from all of us here yes. at MILF and Cookies Podcast. Yes. Uh, have a great day. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. Bye.